0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Pixels Podcast. We have a news-packed show for you today, so we're not going to muck around. Um, we're going to be discussing a lot of the gaming news that happened over the last week, um, and this includes the new Diablo 2 remake, a new Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game, the big, thick vampire ladies and the new, re- uh, new release trailer of Resident Evil, Um, We've got the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer to talk about, and the absolute shit show around the Xbox Live Gold price hike. We're then going to be ending on what I would consider to be a confronting and very, very aggravating topic of the Madden Twitch streamer Buckers, but that's going to be our our stream for today and our podcast, and if you do want to help support this podcast anymore, it's very, very easy. All you have to do is just listen, give it a rating on whatever platform you're listening on, and you can even share Links to all my socials, including my new podcast Instagram page, YouTube, Patreon, Facebook, etc. are all in the description of wherever you're listening to this on. Let's get into the show, and we're going to go ahead and bring in Karlik. Karlik, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, brother. How you doing? Good. Yourself? Friggin' hot. <laughs> it's very, very hot today. <laughs>
1: yeah. And the cool change came in nice and early, which is good. Uh, for those who don't know, Australia's going through a bit of a heat wave at the moment, being Ooh, in summer. Yeah. Uh, I live in a brick house with one shitty fan, yeah, and that's about it. So I am probably sweating on camera. So you're just gonna have to deal with my beautiful beautiful clamminess. Beautiful. You can lick the sweat from my pits. (laughs) (laughs) Good start. Good start. Just gotta sell ourselves (laughs) strong.
0: All right, now you're on another social. So I don't know. We might have to get you onto a a pay gig here soon. You're not very much like an Uh, intern anymore, are you?
1: (laughs) Not really. I'm kind of. I'm. I mean, like i'm not really worried about being paid for it uh for anyone who worries because i know this is something i see happening in future just to shout out pixels patreon um because i know a lot of people go oh khalik's been on a lot anyone who does see this in future this is just for clarification's sake he does all the work all right i do nothing i show up and just talk shit okay if i needed i know he would but we're not worried about being paid we're worried about having fun and that's why i'm here
0: you'll get paid when i get paid How's that? Yeah.
1: Which will basically be me paying you just to pay me back. (laughs) With less romance. All right. Let's be real. Ready to get into the news? Yep. Let's get into the
0: news. All right. Diablo 2. Never played Diablo before. So this is going to be uh, one that you're going to be taking over. But this is from uh, Eurogamer. Um, So I'll read a little bit of a snippet from their article. So Activision confirmed this week's... Uh, The Vicarious Visions, the studio behind the superb Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and most recently the well-deserved Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 had been merged into Blizzard after collaborating together for some time. Bloomberg reports Vicarious Visions has been working with Blizzard since 2020 on the Diablo franchise, including a planned remake of Diablo 2 potentially called Diablo 2 Resurrected. What are your thoughts Mm. on that one?
1: Now... As I have said every time Blizzard has come up, and I will continue to say, Blizzard can suck a dick. But, in legitimate terms, I'm very excited. Now, the reason why I think Vicarious Visions got merged into Blizzard is specifically because when Blizzard did the Warcraft 3 remake, they botched the hell out of it. They did a really poor job, messed the game up. And not only did they mess up the remaster, they messed up the way the ladder system works, from my understanding, for the original game that released 20 years ago. So it basically made the game unplayable. Yeah. So they completely destroyed both games in one go. So I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Whereas Vicarious Visions so far has a really good history, at least in the last like three, four years, of coming in remastering these older games and doing it right Mm. and i think the problem blizzard has uh and i'm not going to get into the politics of it but a few years ago they fired quite a few people like they downsized a lot uh which made no sense at the time given their profit margins and things and because they keep downsizing to try and maximize profit over having like the right amount of workforce Mm. i think that's another reason why vicarious visions have gone in it was a little strange to hear the news at first, because I'm like, why the hell would you get the Tony Hawk's developer to come in Yeah, for a company that does, like, RTS? You know, like, they do real-time strategy games for the most part, you know? Um, so, I'm not, not exactly sure why they chose Vicarious Visions. I know it's a property that Activision have owned for a very, very long time. Mm. Um, and had them doing. I think they were doing the Skylanders stuff for the longest time.
0: As as a as a uh, fan of the Diablo series, do you have confidence ooh. in in this project at all, or would you prefer it to go to somewhere else? Or
1: I have a lot of confidence with it being Vicarious Visions. If it wasn't that team that's proven themselves with the really good Tony Hawk's remake and the really good um, Crash Bandicoot remake, I would be. Like, uh why the hell are you picking them? Mm. uh But yeah, like with vicarious Visions, they have proven themselves the last couple of times, and it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out and pre-order. You know, if you, if once they announce it, because let's be real, why would you merge a good remastering team into, you know, a team that's doing? Let's be real, Blizzard's not really doing jack shit. They're working on Diablo Four and yeah that's kind of it so what i see happening because diablo 4 i think is gonna be a fair bit off still Hmm. um i see them doing the remaster in the meantime because diablo 3 was the last diablo game we got and that's been a very long time and no i'm not including immortals because i don't care if that game's actually good it's another blizzard screw-up yeah but i'm very excited to see diablo 2 runnable Uh, on modern systems I hope they bring in some of the quality of life changes that Mm. Diablo 3 has but keep kind of the core mechanics of 2 Yeah. so just kind of as an example for anyone who's never played it like Pixel a simple thing like picking up money in Diablo 2 you have to physically click every coin you pick up Oh, really? So, yeah, so it'll be a stack of 20. So you click that stack of 20. <laughs> oh. Then there's another stack of 100. You got to go click that stack of 100. Doesn't mean you click it 100 times, but you got to click every stack that drops. Yeah. And it makes grinding money a bitch. Now, yeah. granted, it's a series where money, although it's useful, it's not kind of the main thing. You more just want the loot that drops in the first place. Hmm. But, it, you know, you do need the money at the end of the day. So that was something that was like, always pissed me off in Diablo 2. Yep. It's a very minor gripe, but. Everything else about the game, the design, the characters, the world is a lot more interesting than three. But three's gameplay is so much more smooth. So I hope they kind of get that melding. There's a mix of them both. Yeah.
0: That'd be good. I'd be interested to check it out. I I, I am a fan of these remakes that come out because, you know, like everyone, you sort of miss his games. Well, I mm. missed a certain bunch of games growing up, so just having different remakes of these games I just so happen to miss or miss, mm. it just gives me a chance to go ahead and just you know play them again in in today's standard. Because what I'm finding is when you go back and play these games, they don't have the years and years and years of you know finesse and perfecting mechanics and all mm. that sort of stuff behind it. So, like you said, if it was if it's some kind of amalgamation of you know three and two where it's best of both worlds. I think they would be yeah, really good gonna, and, and introduce new players to the franchise as well.
1: Definitely. You're going to be straight on to a winner. Because like, when you were growing up, I'm guessing you were mainly console, correct? Yeah.
0: Uh, PlayStation yeah, a, only.
1: Yeah, I was pretty much the same. I started out like with the original Nintendo and then uh, moved into Sony. Yeah. Um, but we always had a PC. I didn't play a crap load of PC games because like, mum would be using the computer or dad would be using the computer or my sister would um and i remember my sister used to always be on like msn messenger and myspace and all that shit back in the day so i didn't get the computer a hell of a lot once i got a computer of my own is when i started to go back i was playing like a lot of age of empires a lot of uh command and conquer and stuff like that um and i didn't really get into blizzard games probably until about 2010 ish was when i started like being like man this is the shit like i did like warcraft 3 a lot but i was never like huge huge into it hmm. and then uh just before reaper of souls dropped which is the expansion for diablo 3 was when i got into diablo because i was friends with the manager at eb games he's like oh you're getting this i'm like oh shit i never actually got around to trying that when and, <laughs> and then i after i beat three i went back and played a fair bit of two yeah um now full disclosure i am shit at diablo 2 compared to diablo 3 diablo 3 i have thousands of hours in like it is my go-to i have nothing to play no idea what i'm going to do i'm just going to kill a bunch of shit and just kind of be brain dead like how i am with tetris effect at the moment it's my it's generally my go-to screwing around uh sort of game hmm. but for someone like you who's like you're not really you're not against retro gaming but you're not a huge retro gamer in general it, it, I've i yeah i like it i think it's a good thing for you to be able to kind of pick the game up with a nice <laughs> coat of paint on it
0: yeah, that's for yeah. so for me, I, I like playing the games that I obviously did grow up with and familiar mm. with. If I pick up a game that I've never played before and it has 20 years of missing mechanics mm. and game design and all that because let's, yeah. let's be honest, back then games were chunky. Like, oh yeah, they were <laughs> chunky as hell. So, well. you know, when when you speak to someone about, oh, this game's amazing, you know, and they're, they're telling you based on nostalgia and then you're going into it, with you know fresh eyes you're like damn this mm. is like back then it would have been amazing but you're coming you're bringing with you know today's standard with it so it's mm. yeah so just having that remake as i said before it gives it, people who haven't played it or potentially new fans that fresh coat of paint as you said and it sort of makes that sort of transition to playing an older game with a sort of a newer skin or just, you know, just everything's a bit more tight, if you will.
1: Yeah, the um, more modern, fluent controls. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's going to be a lot more responsive. Yeah. Because, like, just a quick, quick little brief history of the Diablo series. It basically came out in 97 hmm. um, for Diablo 1. It was December 31st, 96. So semantics, kiss my ass. Uh, but basically, it came out in, like, pretty much 1997. Then three years later, we get Diablo 2. Then 12 years later, we get Diablo 3. And that's why I think Diablo 3 plays a lot better than Diablo 2 to someone who's never played that type of game before. Now, you've technically played this style of game, but it was two hours three years ago uh, when we played Torchlight (laughs) 2. And anyone who knows Pixel knows he is the type of guy, unless he kind of gets to sit down and really invest himself in it, He has a hard time to play a game once and then kind of try and come back to it again. And I'm the same. Like, if I'm going to play a game, I want to sit down and actually invest myself. But if I play it for like five minutes here, five minutes there, I'm just going to be like, eh, it's not for me because I can't invest my time into it. There's got to be a hook. Yeah. But Diablo 2 is over 20 years old. Yeah. You know, it's coming up, you know, it's almost 21 years old. So I'd love to see it play a lot more modern. Yeah. I'd like to see maybe even if they go for the full aesthetic the full builds and everything like that uh but i wouldn't mind seeing them do like a full-blown remake rather than a remaster Mm. um in the sense of redo the sprite work but do it in the same art style
0: yeah
1: and everything because i mean the game let's be honest it's 21 like 20 odd years old it looks rough yeah um there's very few games from that time period that look good yeah Like, you can mod Diablo 2 to make it play a lot better, which is one thing to keep in mind. But, you know, again, if you're, like, never played the Diablo series and this uh, remaster, remake, whatever it is they plan on doing comes out in the next couple of years, avoid Diablo 3, go straight to that.
0: Yep.
1: Now, again, personally, do not, under any circumstance, pre-order it, especially after the disaster that was Warcraft 3. Wait and see um because blizzard have had a habit of the last few years actually even longer than that for a fair while now of promising things they aren't delivering on uh you know like there was a whole debacle with cyberpunk which we've gone into before Hmm. where people were very pissed off about all these promises that didn't seem to happen and same thing with any blizzard game they're like oh we're not doing this this this, and this and we're going to do this 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 and this and then you just don't get anything and you get the most bare bones game and it's disappointing because the world that the people like the writers have created in all of their games is amazing mm. and it drags you in and you want to know more if you ask me what's the plot of diablo i couldn't tell you. <laughs> like i've played that shit a lot i can't tell you yeah. I, my brain's just like i'm at the point i've played it so much i can't remember the story i played through the story probably three four times a year yeah. i used to speed run it i know every mission everything yeah can't remember what the hell is going on other than diablo wants to take over the world stop him you know like that's the basic plot bad guy so, is bad yeah you are bad good guy, guy. Bad. <laughs> you're good guy um stop bad guy. Old girl, you know whatever you want to yeah. be um but yeah like it'd be interesting to see how they go about it yeah. i want them to be as faithful to the proper second game as possible yeah but just bringing those quality of life changes yeah. free and just give it like you know, a nice new coat of paint because it does look a little rough, and especially from a game that's isometric, like you're on a forced camera angle. Mm. Um, so everything's kind of like actually 2D. There's, yeah, a few so things so that
0: new players will have to get used to, but um, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what they come out with, the differences um, between yeah. you know this one and, and the original, but
1: yeah, I'd, I'm like, happy, I'd I'd definitely gonna go. follow the story, yeah, 100%. All right. Yeah. Once I saw that, I was pretty, I was pretty, pretty hyped for it. Yeah. To be
0: honest. All right. Into another older kind of game, another one I yes. missed. But my friend yep. um, from the new school that I went to, he, him and his brother were just obsessed with this. Um, hmm. I never had a good PC, so I never could run it. But I always loved watching it. I loved the choice aspects behind Ooh. this. Uh, it was announced that uh, there is potentially, or reportedly. Um, a new Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game in development, which is outside of EA. Now, we did touch on this a couple of episodes ago where Mm. EA no longer have that exclusivity contract for the Star Wars games. So now, this is one example of a Star Wars game that's not being developed by EA. Now, apparently, it hasn't been reported who actually is making this, it's just reported that one is in the works. I haven't been able to find anything yeah. unless you have.
1: Uh, I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's also a chance that this could actually be what Ubisoft are working on. Might like, be. we actually, we have no idea because yeah. the Ubisoft one hasn't been confirmed. They're like, it's just an open world Star Wars game. Mm. Um, so there's a chance that it could be and yep. they're kind of like letting people put pieces together. I yeah. doubt that's the case because I think Ubisoft would... No offense to them, but they'd be the worst company to pretty much do that. <laughs> um, they are not built for it. But, you know, I think both of us agreed uh, when we talked about uh, EA losing the exclusivity mm. that it's a good thing for the industry. Yeah. Because now, like, you got a franchise. Like, my, one of my best friends is absolutely obsessed with Knights of the Old Republic. He beats it, like, six, seven times a year. Jeez. Absolutely adores the franchise. Yeah. And he's beat like he goes back, beats them all the time. And even he's like, he's got to the point now after so many years, he's like, okay, I'm just, I love him, but I just, I can't be bothered anymore. You know, it's done. I've done everything I can. I've done every little thing. I've 100% of them multiple times. Hmm. You know, I've done every playthrough. I've done every option. There's just nothing more for me to really do. Hmm. And I would like to see either, I can, like, I think they need to go fresh with it uh when it comes to the story and everything but i'd like to see them kind of try to get again like we talked about with diablo get the best of those games like the dialogue and the choices yeah and really push that aspect of the game because yeah. like the combat in those games let's be real it's not particularly great it's a turn-based yeah um game based on like a stamina bar sort of thing it's it's a strange combat system i could never personally get into the the combat but i again like you i loved watching the dialogue choices Mm. and seeing what could happen yeah so i'm I'm very fascinated um but i also heard I, i did send you a meme about it where there's a rumor going around along with this that they're going to basically essentially scrap uh the first two knights of the old republic games and try to make them more in canon with the current movies which i think honestly is a really bad idea mm-hmm. yeah don't do that <laughs> yeah. and, so, and like, look, if you enjoy the movies enjoy the movies you enjoy the stories of them good yeah. for you but i think we again we discussed this in the past of like if you try to stick too hard to a movie you limit yourself so much you're in a box yeah so for those who don't yeah. know
0: um there's a little bit of history about this kind of game um this was set 4,000 years before the rise of the Galactic Empire, uh, featured in mm. 1977's uh, Star Wars film. F- setting it 4,000 years before any sort of big movie event or anything like that, it obviously gives the writers as much freedom as they want to tell a story that they want and not really have it impact the, the canon of, of the main movies. Like mm. we said with you know a couple of other games that we've raised in the past episodes, if you stick so closely to, and we even talked about the Star Wars one too, to set it well before, well after, or in a completely different galaxy, you know, far, yeah. far away, as they say, um, so you have the complete freedom to talk about whatever you want, to tell whatever story you want, and not have an impact or be restricted by past media. Mm. I think they should, they really need to do something like that. I did see that meme and I was like, oh, jeez please don't do that (laughs) yeah i I really i really don't (laughs) um
1: but like i think there's they could definitely throw easter eggs in and things like that that uh, which would be perfectly fine i think i'd like to see one thing they should really do and it's the same thing i don't know if we mentioned it with the ubisoft one I mean, the Ubisoft one doesn't matter so much because it'll probably, let's be real, end up being a first person shooter. Mm. Um, but with this one, I'd love to see them go absolutely nuts with the character creator and just go like full in depth, like in terms of making your own alien species and crap like that. Yeah. Um, or even like inspire us by something like The Mandalorian. You know, like don't stick to the movies. Try to go for the more expanded universe yeah. with it. And I think you'll have a much better. More interesting thing because, yeah, as you said, setting 4,000 years in the past, like you have no limit, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, all you got to do is confine to the world's rules, yeah. And even then, you can make a bunch of them up yeah, because exactly. 4,000 years is a hell of a lot of time for things to change, exactly.
0: Uh, my only concern is that, um, I, I don't want them to do the Assassin's Creed Call of Duty type thing where it's one every single year. I want them to take their time. Like, don't feel pressure to push out a whole bunch of Star Wars games. Like, if they're good, great. There's gonna be amazing games if if they're good. I just don't want them to feel pressure to be like, we need to get at least one Star Wars game out every single year, and you know, and by multiple different um, developers and all that sort of stuff. I just Mm. just take your time. Give us good games. Fans are happy to wait because when you get a good Star Wars game bloody hell it's one of the best games you can play
1: yeah just the universe that has been built is absolutely insane you can do anything Um, in the star wars world it's just it's mental because like i'm kind of with you and but like one counter argument i'll have to like the yearly releases is if you have you know say four or five de- developers like different companies working on these games that means every game could have like four or five years you know yeah. to to basically develop it would be a bit of burnout on the like consumer
0: that's what i'm thinking if, yeah if
1: we're getting if we're getting like say a competitive shooter from someone like ea and then we're getting you know a open world action game from ubisoft and then we're getting you know like a full in-depth uh rpg from who knows who else yeah you know you could like as a consumer it sucks like if say you can only purchase one or two brand new games a year you know it really sucks for you to be able to go okay well like especially if you're a star wars fan to go okay well i have to get star wars because that's Mm. you know that's my shit yeah and that's your that's one of your two purchases you might be able to make that year uh, when it comes to brand new games and you know you've really got to then limit yourself to okay what kind of star wars game do i actually want to play
0: Hmm.
1: now the joy of a lot of modern um gaming is although games are expensive to make and i don't necessarily have an issue with games costing as much as they do if you're patient enough they get really friggin' cheap really quick because the the cycle in which games are pushed out now is absolutely insane which is why I was looking back at a whole bunch of other games when something like Cyberpunk comes out, they go, oh, it's so buggy. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of bugs. But people forget games like Ride to Hell Retribution, um, which is arguably the worst game ever made that came out in, like, 20... I think that was, like, 2014, 2015 or something. Hmm. Not that long ago. The game was, like, legitimately unbeatable Yeah, because of how bad it was. Like, the game just didn't work. You'd have parts where your character would walk upside down. So hilarious to watch um but yeah when you get like when you've got so little to purchase like as a consumer in terms of how many purchases you can make Mm. you want everything you buy to be good yeah so i like I would always do research into any developer. Yeah. I'd love to see, as silly as it might be, someone like Platinum Games do a Star Wars game. Mm. So you get like a really over the top action game like Bayonetta, God of War style. Yeah, that'd be nice. It'd nuts. be dumb. But it'd be, it'd be fun. fun. Yeah. You know. But if Platinum Games make it, I've like every Platinum Games I have played has been fantastic i've never played a bad one from them hmm. um, and it's the same with cd project red like they've got a lot of faith from me personally i understand where people after cyberpunk have their issues but do your research again you know i'm a big advocate that's, for do not pre-order
0: that's yeah that's what i was about to say i i purely just don't pre-order anymore yeah i i don't feel a rush like i might be excited for a game I pre-ordered mm. once, and that was with No Man's Sky. And then I learnt my lesson, yeah. <laughs> and I never got a pre-order ever again. That's not to say I don't trust, you know, Hello Games and all that of stuff. Because they, they stuck with it. And they really yeah. did provide a good game. But yeah, Hello,
1: Hello Games earned the faith. Yeah, you know? exactly. They, they, they earned the right to have their faith.
0: But though. when a game company is like, we're promising all this stuff to me now, I'm just kind of like... Mm yeah let's just wait uh, maybe, maybe one week until you know from yeah. after it's released when everyone's had a yeah. chance to, to play it they put in I, you know a couple hundred hours i don't
1: I'd, I'd always give it like three four days um mm. generally like if you're not too sure like there's games again game companies that i trust like if id software like yeah we're gonna release another doom game you know i'm gonna buy it yeah. one. it'll be quality you know? i like i i I just don't see them screwing it up they've yeah. never messed up a Doom game. Mm. You know, and, like, I know, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 was the last game that I pre-ordered. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I forgot that I pre-ordered it.
0: because oh, Because how
1: long they kept delaying that bloody thing. I got a text <laughs> from EB going, oh, yeah, your game's ready to be picked up. I'm like, when the fuck did I pre-order this? <laughs> like, yeah, your pre-order's been here for, like, three years. I'm like, Jesus. Can you come get so, it? So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, sweet. <laughs> Go and pick it up. So I'm finished it uh, one day. Um, but, you know, I... I yeah i'm kind of with you but at the same time i think it depends who's developing i think if we get one at maybe every two uh two I think, years yeah be good I, I wouldn't mind I a couple three of year. years three years i think would be would be harmful for the for the franchise because yeah. there's so long between them you might as well just get exclusive with one yeah. company i, I wouldn't you know, mind Really gonna get a hell of a lot out of it yeah
0: i wouldn't mind a couple of years um but just sort of Mm. stagger them out give people the time and chance to play them and not feel pressure. like if if you know if you have let's say i'm sure they have like you know at least three or four companies or even in talks to three or four different companies to make star wars games Mm. like clearly they're not just gonna be you know stuck to ea anymore yeah i i would say that if if you're gonna have you know a couple a year i'd say that's fine but coordinate it with the companies you're working with so you don't get consumer burnout you don't get you know franchise fatigue and and give people the, the time to enjoy like uh, you know one game so maybe release one in December so you have December through to maybe April or, or may or something and then release another one in July so you get the next second half yeah. of the year to enjoy that game
1: yeah well generally I think release schedules tend to be like, Late Feb to early April, mm. and then you really want to release your big triple A block uh, blockbuster in November. Yeah, that Christmas um, time. There's a joke in the industry calling it "Broke November" yeah. because uh. they would release like your Call of Duties would always come out like always in November. Assassin's Creed always in yeah. November. They release in November because it guarantees that they'll have stock for Christmas.
0: Yeah.
1: So even because you know you're going to get your diehard fans that are going to buy the game oh, by yeah. default. But then you're going to get your parents who are going to pick the game up for you know their kids Christmas or present, yeah. you know pe- people who buy it for their partners or just for friends and things like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think November would be a good time to release. I'd like them to do, if they want to release, say, something every year, go back and, like, I, I know people hate remasters and remakes and all that. Go back and touch up some of the old games hmm. um, and, like, do that. Because, you know, you've got stuff like the Force Awakens um, series. They're good, but, you know, they run like shit. They're old. I'd like to see both of those remastered to run at 60 FPS plus and, you know, fix up some of the bugs within the games. You know, like, maybe do a release, a HD pack of that. Uh, Do some of, like, the old DOS games just for fun. Mm. You know, I've got, like, Star Wars chess and... Kind of uh, placeholders. Yeah. Yeah just like if you if you want to have that big break between you know major titles do things yeah. like that on the side it's a great way to keep cuz you're going to get all the old fans of the games even if you're not a fan of the movie mm. cuz let's be real neither of us are really fans of the movies no, no. like for the new trilogy but i love the games you know yeah. i love the old games like with the exception of what was the recent one the one you played
0: uh the fallen order
1: that's the one I um, like, order? that's i think that's like one of Three
0: that I don't own. Yeah, that's that's a like, really the good entire one. Entire
1: franchise. Yeah, a really, really. I cool mean, one. it's the Dark Souls of, uh, of uh, Star <laughs> Wars games, and you know, is, you that, why, is that why I found it so easy? World, world record <laughs> speed run. All right, yeah, man. Another
0: game that I didn't get into when I was young.
1: <laughs> oh, this is just hey, hey, this- Carly. You know all the games you know? Yeah, literally every single one. Can you talk about them today? Did did
0: Pixel even play games as a kid? What the fuck was he doing? (laughs) Uh, There's a new trailer for Resident Evil Village. This is the third trailer. Now, I've Mm. got a bone to pick with this one. you got a
1: bone, all right? All right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Let let me tell you. Modders are going to have an absolute field day with this one.
1: So mate, they already had a field day with the old Resident
0: <laughs> Mate. So I'm watching this shit. Ooh. I'm like, alright. I'm ready to just... just Feeling a little bit, you know, a little bit
1: light-headed from the blood rush?
0: <laughs> I'm ready just to <laughs> fill up my pants with a bit of, a bit of feces. Get the, get, get the yep. shit scared out of me, you know? Any kind of good Resi game will give you that spooky vibe. I didn't get yeah, that definitely. from this. <laughs> I didn't get it from this one. Didn't get it. There's some giant dick mummy vampire lady
1: (laughs) capcom i swear they did this just to fuck with everyone Uh,
0: it's it's great
1: marketing because it's getting people to talk brilliant but you got (laughs) this sorry before you finish i bet you hentai artists were like shit they beat us to it they're they're on it Like, like what do we when when pokemon sword and shield came out once they announce, what's her name? It starts with Nesta or something, who's like the water gym, I think. Once she was announced, oh, within five yeah. fucking minutes, yeah, all was yeah, made. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a hell of a lot because I think Capcom, with the design of the character, is, everyone's just like, well, yeah, there yeah. it is. <laughs> like, there's just, not much more we can do.
0: Just go to the trailer.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're good. But yeah, so there's this big
0: mummy vampire lady. Um, and there's already people like, yeah, she's thick, I'd let her sit on me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, you know how the internet is. And then there's these little, like, I don't know, these other, like, couple of girls that have the blood going down their face. But then they've got, you know, yeah. I, I, I didn't feel scared. It's the point I'm trying to make. I'm, try, I'm trying to word it right. <laughs> you
1: didn't feel scared because you were more aroused. <laughs> you are thinking with the wrong brain. It, it, it wasn't look, even... I ain't, I ain't going to blame you. I'm a metalhead, right? I know right now I'm wearing a white t-shirt, but 99% of the time I'm in all black. I listen to pretty much nothing but death metal and all that. And I know a lot of like golf emo scene kids. (laughs) And that's all I saw. I'm like, dude, this is just like 2004 all over. It it wasn't
0: even like I'm scared and aroused. It's just like, nah, we're just full around. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i'm just good <laughs> you know i'm gonna play this for yeah. enjoyment only <laughs> like there is, there is nothing about this that is scary yeah um like i'll i'll go into a little bit of what my actual problems so far with the game are <laughs> just keep <laughs> it I compose myself. <laughs> all, right. <clears throat> all right okay so my problems with it um one too much clothing uh, <laughs> But realistically, my problems with the game is Ethan, the main male character although he's set up reasonably okay from 7 I don't know how the two are going to connect. Mm. That's what I'm I'm very curious about. Now, they might explain it in the trailers and my brain just is like, the dickhead. You do not understand. <laughs> um, which is quite possible. Uh, that does happen. Like I, I had to watch uh, the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer like 10 times before I actually started realizing things. Um, holy shit there's a big zombie? there's a big ape hey, what the fuck where did he come yeah, from I'm like, well, why is he so human what the fuck? <laughs> anyway uh but also the whole point is the like you know that's a huge bitch uh she <laughs> is meant to be a vampire and i'm like i get like zombies but like the zombies made sense within the world
0: was there, was there the anything monster... that shows she was a vampire did i just miss that no
1: uh, they basically said she
0: is. Oh, I was distracted by her personality, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, her two giant <laughs> tracts of land. <laughs> uh, women, look, we're being disrespectful because we're men. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you taken down and I get off scot-free. <laughs> uh, but in, all, but in all seriousness, the problem I have is I'm like, I don't get why vampires? Yeah, it's you know, very I mean, weird. Just how they describe that originally there was meant to be werewolves and now they're not in it but they might be in uh, upcoming thing because apparently capcom has like hinted that that might be the case i've tried to do some research into it we're not 100 percent sure okay so I'm, I'm curious to see what happens there but things i'm very excited for is the gameplay looks like it's going to be a mix of like resi 4 and the newest uh, like the resi 2 and stuff like that yeah. granted the games are uh, similar but the new the newer like resi 2 remake and resi 3 remake um i think the problem i have with them is they're a bit quick paced mm. like because just being like a fan of the franchise for so many years all the games like anyone who remembers back in the day used to have what we call tank controls and tank controls are just the worst when you go back to play them now, um, stop giggling. But when um, you go like and you go to play those sort of things now, they are just they're terrible. Mm. It's hard to play. It's very slow. It's very clunky. Again, stuff we talked about when we were talking about like the Diablo stuff, where it needs that new coat of paint. Yeah, but I think they gave it. It's an argument to be had that I think they the games had a little too much polish, and it, because your movement is so good and that sounds stupid this is a really dumb complaint but because you move so well in these games it is so easy to just dodge everything yeah whereas resi 7 like because it was first person you were very like it was a lot harder to just kind of move the body around in a curved angle yeah to get around things so you had to like time everything which made it a lot more intense so I'd like to see them kind of go for the third, uh, go first person again with it. Yeah. I think that'll make it a lot more interesting to keep it in line with Resi 7. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure how I feel about the vampires and that. The one it, thing yeah. I do want to quickly touch on as well is they're trying a stupid multiplayer thing again. Are they? What are they yeah. doing? Uh, so it's called Resident Evil Reverse, which is meant to be like boss monsters and characters fighting each other uh. in like. I don't know if it's meant to be Battle Royale or just a arena shooter or something. It looks dumb as hell. Capcom, I get you want multiplayer in your game and you have a right to put it in there. Yeah, it
0: seems forced.
1: This ain't it. Yeah. This ain't it. Go the left for dead route. Go like, what was it? Like uh, Zombie on the Wii U, which Mm. you can get on PC these days. But the whole point of like, you know, one person plays a survivor and they've got to complete some missions, and the other person just places stuff. Like, I think they tried that. I forget what the uh, thing, the actual game was called, but the, the Resi game they did of that, uh, which was only a couple of years ago, was just crap mm. and unbalanced. If you're going to do it, do it right, and you'll have a great experience for everyone. Yeah. But from what I've seen so far, I am not excited for it at all. Yeah, it's like a four to six player deathmatch thing, and Jeez. it just doesn't suit.
0: That is weird. So when I was watching the trailer, like, I'm, I'm, not, I, I, I've played, I think it was Moment two. My mm. ma- my mate tried to show me one ages ago. And I'm just, again, I never got into it as a kid. I don't have the nostalgia for it. So I went in playing it a couple mm. of years ago. I'm thinking, well, you know, this this is shit. Mm. I know a lot of people.
1: I think you win. should, you should, uh, you should get on the Resi Two remake. Yeah, like straight up, you will very much enjoy that because yeah. although it's a horror game, there's not a lot. There's it doesn't rely on jump scares a hell yeah. of a lot compared to the first game. There are still some of them, but just the way the game is designed is very good. Yeah, like it, it really does hold up. So yeah. if you were going to play a Resi game, Resi Two Remake is the one to go. Yeah, for. so he was showing me the um, original,
0: and I was just like, "Yeah, it is
1: clunky." But then, yeah, the um, original. The original, it's it is dated. I have it on PS One um i love it yeah but you know i haven't played through it for a very very long yeah. time because growing up i used to be like anyone who knows me now knows i don't give a shit about horror stuff i yeah. love it because i think it's funny but if i play like back then i played anything horror related i'd shit myself and give up straight away yeah um but i i actually didn't grow up playing resi or silent hill i actually started with the clock tower series mm. um which is one of the weirdest friggin' game franchises I've ever seen. It's just this dude with a giant pair of scissors running around trying to cut you in half. I'm like, what? Are the wiggles gonna come out and give me some safety scissors? Like, what the hell? <laughs> There's nothing threatening about this, like, four foot tall dude, yeah. like, hunchback walking at me, like, clicking some
0: scissors.
1: <laughs> you know, as a kid, scared the crap out of me. I go back now, I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> this is really stupid. Yeah. I love it, but it's dumb. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what they do when it comes to. I can't pronounce her name. Uh, I'm just going to call her Lady Dimmy because uh, I can't. I can't pronounce the full name. I do apologize because it's meant to be like Eastern European hmm. uh, from Romania and stuff. And I'm bad enough with English names, let alone trying to translate their names. Um, but I'm curious to see how her character will go. Will she play a Mister X style of just relentless hunter hmm. or will she go for I, i'd like to see them go the more psychological i, think, I, I, I hope they
0: do that yeah because like just just seeing the trailers like from someone who's not a fan of it but mm. I've, I've watched the trailers as they've come out it's always kind of interesting me but i just never got around to playing it but this yeah. one seems i don't know it it's, seems very out of place i don't know if they're just trying and, something and, new
1: and, yeah i think as i said the whole vampire thing and being in Europe doesn't feel quite right yeah granted four was in i think romania as well i okay. can't remember it's been a, been a long time since i played four i watch playthroughs of it all the time uh because i think it's a great game to watch um but yeah four's like the only one i think set in europe the like majority of them are set up uh obviously in america yeah and then five's in africa um and the one in africa makes sense given the world they'd built five's not a particularly great resi game but it's a fun game regardless six is back in america and is an absolute shit show yeah uh basically six should not exist i love it it's fun it's fun to play with other people it's fun to riff on but it's not a good resident evil game it's a good action game yeah um and then seven was a fantastic return to form and then obviously two and three were remakes yeah but yeah i'm interested to see what they kind of do yeah, I, I hope they go more psychological horror with it than uh, the traditional. Because as much as I'm glad to see Resident Evil really resurge in the right way, um, the problem is because Silent Hill's not there to counteract with the mm. psychological horror. Yeah, we're kind of stuck of just getting the oh monsters spooky. Oh no, and that's like,
0: that's what puts me it's off. It's horror games. It's, it's just...
1: good, but like I'm I'm over just here's a monster that's why like alien isolation i think is the best horror game of kind of like the last decade Mm. because there's one monster and a couple other enemies yeah but you never know when it's going to show up yeah and it adapts to your play style and things like that and it makes it really psychological because you start getting in your own head like oh did i make too much noise did i do this did i do that um i think yeah i'd like to see them go down the more psychological route i think in the overall design doesn't mean you can't have your monsters because obviously they will and it will have combat, but I'd yeah. like to see them go like hardcore survival horror, but psychological horror. Don't,
0: yeah. I Same same thing for movies for me. If you're going to do a horror, mm. don't rely on, ooh, big bang, loud noise, yeah. like, you know, big flash. Don't, don't rely on that shit. Make it, like, yeah. actually write characters properly, have a good psychological setting where the player starts, as you said, get into their own head. They start questioning everything. What was that? What was that mm. behind me? You know, actually provide a good experience rather than... To, to me, it's just it's very lazy and surface level if you're just mm. relying purely on loud noises and, and quick flashes of, of light.
1: That's, now, I know yeah. this, this is a little bit off topic, but I just want to actually ask this really quick because I had this discussion with a friend the other day. Yeah. What would you consider a good horror movie? Like, what's the last actual good horror movie that scared the living crap out of you and has stuck Ooh. with you? being because I know this is a little off-topic, but we don't want to do just gaming stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about that because I'm like, I think about my favourite horror movies, and a lot of them are B-rate, crappy, gore-fest uh, yeah. slasher, f- slasher films, but they're not scary. The last movie I think that legitimately scared me was Candyman because it did that... Granted, it was technically a slasher film, but yeah. not really. It was more of a psychological horror. And uh... that movie always stuck with me, along with a French film called... Uh, Who killed Bambi? But it's yeah. a remake of an old version, and it's not a great movie. Like it's a good movie, it's not a great movie, but yeah. it's w- probably my, one of my all-time favorite films because you're questioning whether the uh, the lead is a like faithful narrator you know, or whether they're lying about things or messing things up. So I'm I'm very curious. Like, what's the last horror movie that actually scared you? That you can remember.
0: Uh, that actually scared me. I I liked Sinister. Oh no, not Sinister. Um, yeah, it was Sinister. I think it was called. It's been mm. ages since a, a horror movie has actually properly scared me. That's that's the thing. Like going way way back, and I think this is because I was fairly young when I watched it. Was The Ring. Mm. That yeah,
1: The Ring. The Ring definitely stuck with me when I was younger. Yeah, but this is I went thing back because... and watched that not long ago. Um, the have you seen the uh, Japanese? ring
0: yeah that's what scared the shit out of me so good um so like good watching that and having it be a lot better than you know the american version and then also being like well what would we be in, like 10 or something like that
1: yeah give or take yeah be around that like i think i was like nine yeah
0: that scared the like... living shit out of me so and then then yeah. right after that i watched the grudge as well <laughs> and so ever since then i've been scarred <laughs> like any little like, like japanese
1: monster,
0: <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> anyone that's coming out of a well or looks like they just stepped out of a shower in like in a in a gown that <laughs> has their hair covering their face I'm like nut, nah, you stay right over there I'm, i don't want anything to do with you there was yeah, one bad, huh? yeah there was one uh, where the little kid was um spoiler her head got hit off um when she was driving uh, i think it's hereditary or something
1: Oh, yeah, 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 Hereditary. Yeah, I really like that one. I've heard a lot of good stuff. I need to sit down and watch that. I haven't watched a lot of movies of late. Um, But just because it's such a great segue, speaking of Japanese movies that were redone (laughs) by Americans, Godzilla. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we got the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Now I'm taking the lead here to ask you, what are your thoughts on Godzilla vs. Kong?
0: I love it. I like it? love it. I can't wait. Uh, especially now with the, with the virus and all this stuff, this yeah. just looks like a, a get your popcorn, sit down, turn your brain off and just watch a big yeah. ape punch on with a big giant dinosaur <laughs> lizard thing. Just go ape shit and, and just enjoy yourself. I, I really hope yeah. they don't um, go down a, a storyline where they focus too much on the humans. I like did with the first Godzilla yeah. Because, my God, I paid money to see Godzilla. I could not give any less of a shit about this human story. Mm. I think, I think yeah. someone totaled it up. It was only about 16 minutes of actual Godzilla footage out of a two-and-a-bit-hour-long movie. Yeah. Like the first one. Well, it was that's, ridiculous. I, that
1: reminds me of like the first Avengers movie because it was like two hours of nothing. yeah. It's like all talking Tony's like Oh best movie ever I'm like yeah. Yeah, Really It's boring as hell Tony I mean, fixes a plane It gets, it gets going, It's amazing Yeah But you know You have to wait so long Yeah I'm hoping they go down the road Again Kind of on Like what you're saying I actually hope they put jack shit story In this movie uh, And it's just We're just gonna have These two giant motherfuckers Beat the shit out no of each other No one wants, wants Story And I'll leave it at that Yeah You know um, Like As I've said You know With me and video games I'm gameplay 1st I want the action in this oh, in this movie. Mate. Who who
0: who so, who do you want to win?
1: I see them with the way that they've set up the uh, trailer. It looks like Kong is going to win. Yeah, to me, just based on what I've seen in the trailer. But I'd like to see. I I'm going to give what I think is going to happen because it'll it'll make a lot more sense to what I want to see happen. So what I think is going to happen, if you see in the trailer, I think it's about three seconds in. You kind of see a glimpse of Mecha Godzilla okay. by the looks of it. So because there's a little hint of there being Mecha Godzilla, I see Kong and Godzilla teaming up to beat that uh, in okay. the end. And I need to go back and watch it. To, then. Yeah, it's it's like literally like a few frames. Okay. Um, so it's like barely there. Like what yeah, it's like literally half a second. Oh jeez. Um, now, it could just be that is Godzilla, but Godzilla doesn't have like red under its chin. No. Um, and stuff. So I think that's meant to be Mecha Godzilla. So I'm interested to see whether it's actually, instead of it being Godzilla, it's actually Kong versus Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Um, and then Godzilla just comes in and cleans house. Um, I, I'm very curious to see what they do. I feel like they're going to try to spin it off as it being a draw. In the sense of Kong's going to go on to have his own battles and have a whole bunch of movies, yeah. And then uh, Godzilla goes off into having like more like Mothra and stuff like that.
0: My yeah, I think what they will do is they'll make Kong come off as the winner, mm. but they'll make Kong be, um, I guess, a little more humane and won't you know completely kill Godzilla. It will just say, you know, yeah. this is kind of my territory. You swim back to the where you were. This is Godzilla's third movie appearance in this universe, whereas this is Kong's second. So from a franchise yeah. point of view, I don't think they're going to kill off Kong because they're, 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 yeah. they're, I'm sure they want some kind of trilogy or something with him. Um, yeah. But I also don't think they're going to kill off Godzilla because they have a lot more to tell with him. Um, I just mm. think they'll just, you know, have... Kong clap him around for a little bit, you know, might say it's a draw or he pins him down and then some other threat comes out of nowhere. And yeah. then they they rest on, This is my territory, you go back to wherever you came from, Godzilla swims away and then happy days, destroyed city. Yeah.
1: I could I could see it being a thing going forward of having the two team up as a um you know, as a partnership for maybe like another movie against like yeah. a whole myriad of monsters which i think would be an awesome uh movie to do to have yeah. like you know like two versus five and yeah. they've got to like really team up and use their unique abilities but like I'm, I'm interested to see how human they make kong because the way that his intelligence is shown is it it kind of shows from at least from what i can tell from the trailer i mean you can't judge a movie completely off a trailer hmm. you know it's a two-minute snippet of like a two-hour movie But Godzilla in the trailer just looks like unbridled rage, whereas Kong looks like a warrior. Yeah. In the sense of, you know, he's not necessarily going to be as strong, but he's a shitload smarter. They're making
0: Godzilla look like an asshole in this trailer.
1: Yeah, so that's why I'm interested to see if it's Mechagodzilla. Yeah. um, Or something along those lines, because if it's Mechagodzilla that's taken over, uh, then you have the ability to kind of off-brand... Like, it'd be very safe, but you'd still get a good movie out of it. But you'd be able to, you know, have a Kong movie later, have a Godzilla movie later, or have them team up again. Like, it would be the... It's basically like, uh, what was it, Pirates of the Caribbean, Mm. how they'd always leave every movie on a cliffhanger. Yeah. So they could always come back to it. Yeah. You know, they never wanted to really shut the story down. Yeah. And realistically, do you have to ever end the... You know, the movies like for Godzilla and that. No, because it, the monster that he fights is completely up to the creator. Yeah. It's the same with like Marvel and all that. Like, as much as it's okay, it's basically the same plot line every movie, mm-hmm. you can still have a very damn good movie yeah of going, okay, well, good guy versus bad guy, adversity, bad things happen, yeah. good guy comes back, wins. Good guy wins. You know, yeah. it's good, it's always going to be that. Even in a Godzilla movie, that's what happens. Yeah um unless they want to go down the deep end of going okay let's go back to our more traditional route of when godzilla was the bad guy like back in the 50s you know when he just came out and just started destroying everything now i haven't seen the original godzilla for ages i do have it on dvd like the original japanese movie Mm. and it's a phenomenal film if you've never seen any godzilla movie watch that before you watch any others and it'll make you appreciate what we have now oh yeah uh, you know and that's not including effects and all that yeah but the movies are just a lot more interesting now because it's not so one dimensional with the character mm so I'm as I said I'm very curious to see if they do go down the Mechagodzilla route if they're going to have other monsters It'd be in interesting, there yeah. in which if they do I'm very happy they haven't spoiled that. Yeah. You know, if that like little snippet at like 3 seconds into the trailer is Mechagodzilla, that's a really good way to do it. It's just mm. a subtle tease for anyone who knows anything about it. Yeah. Um so, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: just excited for it. I think everyone deserves just a good popcorn flick just to turn yeah. your brains off. If it is safe to do so, go back into the cinema. And if not, it is releasing on the same day on HBO Max. I think it is as well. So you can either watch is it at HBO home. HBO Max available here? No, not yet. Um, <laughs> 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 I, I, Fuck you. it me, HBO. It, it'd, be, it'd be a streaming service that I would sign up to because it's just bringing out it'll probably, everything. It'll probably be um, on
1: Foxtel. I think Foxtel have the right. Yeah, but um, look, I just don't, think... don't quote us. You know, do your research. Yeah.
0: But I, I just think like, you know, If they do it right and it's just everyone's going in just wanting two giant monsters just beating up on each other, if you can give us something like that, don't involve the humans too much and be like, oh, this person can communicate with this one and that person can communicate with that one when she has a doll, like, no one cares. Just get these two big motherfuckers punching onto each other and that's yeah. it for two hours. Give,
1: give us give us another Pacific Rim style yeah. movie. Yeah. Don't give us a Roger Corman B-Rate, you know, we don't need made story. 20 grand. We don't need stories. Six-headed shark <laughs> attack, uh, Raging cages, redneck gators or whatever yeah. the hell you want to call it. Mind you, I collect those movies. I love monster movies because <laughs> they are dumb and hilarious. Um, but it's going to be nice to have a good high budget one. Yeah. So yeah. as I said, you know, I, I definitely agree. I think it's the sort of movie that doesn't need to focus on real story. Just have fun. Because, yeah, just have fun with it. Yeah. You know, which is unfortunate because that's what they did with uh, Star Wars and uh, <laughs> it's a franchise that needs story. <laughs> yeah. uh, and yes, I'm going to shit on Star Wars because Disney can also suck a dick. <laughs> pick, pick your properties. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just here to fight everything. Um, I'm, just, I'm just an angry man. Speaking of people who can go and suck a dick... <laughs>
0: Microsoft and Xbox bumped up their pricing for the Xbox Live Gold. Now, they did do a backflip after the wave of negativity that uh, resulted from this, but I'll read this snippet out for people who weren't aware of it or didn't know about it. Mm. Uh, They basically went ahead and put up their Xbox Live Gold. Now, I don't have an Xbox, so I don't know specifically what this does, so you can explain it after, Mm. but... It says uh, the one and three month plans aren't much pricier at $11.31 respectively, only going up one extra dollar and five extra dollars respectively for the one and three months. The six months now costs $60 when it originally mm. costed $40, so it's an extra $20 over what it was before. They also got rid of the 12 month membership so if you wanted 12 months you'd have to go ahead and buy two six months which means for a year of the xbox Live gold you'd be paying for 120
1: dollars um that i don't i don't get the math on that yeah (laughs) like it just it doesn't seem super logical in terms of like scaling no you know the difference seems a bit odd but to basically explain xbox uh gold to you it's essentially like playstation network how you need to have it to play online yeah okay um now i personally i won't lie i'm a i kind of disagree with these services to an extent because you know you're paying to play online you've already had to pay for the freaking game you're gonna have to pay for your internet connection the console the power to run everything and then you gotta pay extra just to be able to play online with other people. I which totally is why agree. I've all, you know, I've stuck to PC gaming predominantly yep. over the last decade. Yeah. Because to me, I'm like, you know, if I want to play online, I can just play online. Exactly. You know, I, don't to, I don't have to pay some extra bullshit. Now, granted, there are games like World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy Fourteen, hmm. you know, that are gonna charge extra. And the reason why they do this, for anyone who is curious, it is to cover server costs. At the end of the day, servers cost a shitload of money to run. See, I, so, I get that argument
0: all the time. But then how can they do that on, on PC for free then? When the games are typically P- cheaper as well. A
1: lot of a lot of PC games can run off the exact same servers. So basically, consoles are subsidizing. Okay. So PC gamers are getting a bit lucky. But it also depends because peer-to-peer, PC tends to be more consistent yeah. in comparison to consoles because most people on their PC, like the actual tower, are going to be plugged in by Ethernet. Okay. Whereas most people on console are going to go by Wi-Fi. wi-fi yeah anyone who plays proper online all the time will always go ethernet that's yeah. just common sense um more than wi-fi like remember when uh, you first moved into your place and you tried streaming wi-fi and it's like just so inconsistent that went well you know uh yeah because you didn't listen to me and then you listen to me <laughs> get the cable and then all of a sudden no more problems and same thing the same thing with my best friend who is a tech guy he's like fallen into it you know, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't have too much problems, you know, like because he can do everything fine just off Wi-Fi because he's not into streaming or anything. But we try to play uh, like Star Wars Battlefront Two together. It's something that so heavily
0: relies on the connection, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: and he's he's, he's like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm just getting like a bit of rubber banding, you know, like yeah. characters would move or I'd shoot and the bullet mm. wouldn't come out. Mm. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, well, are you plugged in? He's like, yeah, I'm going through Wi-Fi. I'm like, come that's... over. I'd like literally made oh, yeah. him come over and steal my twenty-five meter Ethernet cable. Like, take that, plug in, and then we're good. Because my wife, like, all mine's like set up right here, yeah, uh, up one end. So, I don't have the only reason I have that's for watching Netflix in the other end of the house, yeah. Um, anyway, back onto the point. So, back to Xbox, the price hike. I don't necessarily, yeah, as I said, I don't really understand the scaling they were going with. I get the point is they want people to move to like the Game Pass, and the Game Pass, in my opinion, is a great service, yeah but the kind of the thing that's appealing and it's the same thing with the PlayStation network and Nintendo have it as well, where with their online services each month, you basically get free games. Now Nintendo doesn't really fully do that. They have a bit of a strange thing going on, Um, but essentially you'll get free games for paying for the online stuff. And it's a good way to kind of justify it for an everyday person. You know, I might, I might play online once a couple, every couple of weeks. Yeah you know but if i'm getting a bunch of games for free that are like single player especially you know i can sit down and play these games and Mm. enjoy them now this does lead to the discussion of is it better to just buy the game or use these services to basically rent the game because you know with blockbuster video easy for those here in australia um and a whole bunch of other companies you know you can't go out and rent games like you used to when you were a kid no you know, uh, like for example, I use the Game Pass a lot, but I play a lot of Tetris Effect. And the reason why I play a lot of Tetris Effect on the Game Pass is because they want forty dollars for a friggin' Tetris game. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's a great game and it's it's worth playing, but it's not worth forty bucks. Hmm. You know, as good as it is, I'm like you're gonna get everything you need out of it yeah. in an hour. I would. Know? I would like if they
0: just. <laughs> I'm I'm very against these kind of subscription things. So, uh, yeah, grew up with PlayStations, never once bought into the, you know, PlayStation Plus or PS Network, whatever the hell is think PlayStation Plus, yeah. Never bought into yeah. it. So many people were saying, oh, you know, you need to, you know, come play multiplayer with me, buy this subscription, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, mate, if I'm buying the game, I want the full functionality that this game has to offer. That's yeah. why I came over to Steam and it's like cool. You can play online with people, and I'd be more than happy to pay an extra ten or twenty dollars, even though our games are stupidly high already, given the import and trans- you know transport costs and stuff.
1: Which makes no sense, especially because it's more expensive for online distribution here. Yeah. Which like if we it's... go to if we go to EB Games or JB Hi-Fi here, mm. we can get the game for like sixty to seventy bucks. Yeah. You know, they actually went down in price, and it's nice. Yeah. But if we want to buy it just on Steam to save going out, they charge the full price. They give us the American pricing and then do the exchange rate on top of it. Yeah. For a while there, Grand Theft Auto Five, like in 2018, I think it was, was still like 120 bucks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But (laughs) look,
0: you know, I'd be happy to pay extra if that Mm. means that. If everyone who bought the game, yeah, it basically covers the cost. I know I won't cover the cost to run the servers, but if everyone Mm. pays a little bit extra, you know, that that could be a a couple of months here and there from people.
1: Yeah, the issue is because a lot of these, like, you gotta remember, a lot of games these days, well, basically every game has frickin' microtransactions in it now. And the point of that stuff, yeah, it's to make a little bit extra money, but that's the kind of stuff they could use to make the money to cover the servers. Exactly. You know, and people I don't think would feel so bad about microtransactions if it's like, okay, well, it's going to this if if it's funded.
0: If it funded yeah, something useful or something that, you know, actually helps or contributes to the players' positive experience, I, I think a hundred percent people would be like, Yeah, chuck in more microtransactions But when it's just, you know, dumb shit like like it is now, it mm. it, it, it doesn't really make sense. But Xbox um, you know, they came back and they Pretty much reneged on everything so i'll read out their quote quickly yep. um they said we're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring xbox live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience so for free to play games you'll no longer need an xbox live gold membership to play those games on xbox we are working hard to deliver this change as soon as possible and in the coming months if you are an xbox live gold member already you stay at your current price for renewal." New and existing members can continue to enjoy the Xbox Live Gold for the same price they pay today, which in US pricing is $9.99 for one month, $24.99 for three months, and $39.99 for six months, and $59.99 for the retail of 12 months. So basically, they're wanting to charge 60 bucks for, for bloody six months, when it used to cost you $60 for 12 months
1: yeah they basically wanted to double the price jesus and i do want to point out one thing they did mention and this is like my biggest gripe again another reason why i stuck to pc mainly Mm. is they said games that are free to play you should no longer need the xbox gold for it's not free yeah it's not free if you got to pay you know a hundred bucks a year you've put it behind be yeah thing. you've put it behind you know, a and, paywall yeah and like say you play something like um Fortnite, religiously you know and nothing wrong with that if you play that game a crap load that's not a free to play game on console you know if you've been playing that the last couple of years you've spent by default probably 120 150 yep. bucks just to play the freaking just thing.
0: to be able to you know, connect online
1: yeah now and that's not including obviously having to pay for the internet in the first place which yeah. is already going to cost money which is why i hate hate it because if a game like Fortnite or Spellbreak, or i mean i <coughs> mean a million other games you know that are free to play have no subscription service and just have microtransactions to run their servers if they can exist why do we have to have these exactly
0: i i I always get that argument of, oh, it's a server cost, it's the server cost, blah, blah, blah. But, look, I, I just keep I just keep looking at other games who have done it and who have done it successfully. I'm thinking, yeah, you can keep saying it's server cost, but like we all know that's crap. Like, yeah, it, it obviously is to make more money,
1: but... Like, servers do cost a bit of money, but it, at yeah, a certain absolutely. point, they... They're basically negligible based on the income you're making. Yeah. If not, you're, I mean, obviously you're running out of profit because otherwise you wouldn't do online games.
0: Mm, exactly. You know, I, yeah, as I said before, I'm just, I'm very, very against that. I, I think that should have been left in the, the old generation just to say, mm. look, if, because especially now with Xbox, they, their sort of console is moving a little bit more into kind of a PC. It's so like let's, yeah. let's let's just kinda of just treat it like that. Let's just get rid of these stupid subscription services. Let's just give the player the, mm. the chance and the options to play however they want. If they buy a game already, charge a little bit more. Mm. Let them go online yeah. whenever they want. Use their own internet connection. They've bought your console, they've bought your game, they bought all your accessories. Let them play yeah. your games. How you know, yeah. with with all the available options as to how that game can be played. Let them play it. They do, want to do a single-player campaign. Let them do that. If they want to do the online co-op. Let them do that. The PvP, just go. But just stop restricting people behind these paywalls. It it just yeah. pisses me off
1: so much. Yeah, like the problem. The thing is, I don't have a problem with something like the Game Pass specifically, where it's okay, pay you know ten bucks for the month to play, and you can play. You have this whole library of games. You can just play whatever you want. It's essentially just renting whatever game you want. Yeah, you know. Say you want to play just Dragon Quest 11, which is on my list of games to play. I've downloaded it, installed it, it's ready to go. I've paid my month subscription. That means I've rented the game for a month for 10 bucks instead of having to go out and buy it. Because is it the sort of game I'm going to go out and play a million times in a row? Probably not. Yeah. You know, it's not the sort of game I need to go out and pay for. Hmm. The problem we're having, and this is mainly a problem here in Australia, is we are very limited in what we get. Now we yeah. said before, like we don't. What was it like the HBO Max? Is it? Hey, uh, yeah, HBO yeah, called...
0: Max, we sort don't have that. Uh, a couple of yeah. other streaming services aren't here either.
1: Yeah, and like, we don't have PlayStation Now here. Yeah. And I really want PlayStation Now because what they're doing is making it so you can play... Wait, when do you want hit, it? Like like the PlayStation Now. Mm-hmm. I want it... Uh, do you want it now? I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> do you want it now? <laughs> I want it now. I want it here. I want it in my bunghole. I want it now. No. But <laughs> I really want it because you can play... The the way the system is set up is you can play all the PlayStation games on PC. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I would love that because I don't want to have to set my consoles up all the time. Yeah. You know, I don't want to have to go out and chase down, you know, a copy of any obscure game that I played once that I rented. You know, Mm. like I've had to do Like there's a game, Spartan Total Warrior. It's not an amazing game, but I loved it when I rented it. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a God of War style game, but a lot harder and not as good. But you know it was a good. It was good enough to me to warrant go. Okay, let me try and find a copy. And it took me a couple of weeks to, you know, hunt one down for a reasonable price. Mm. I don't want to have to do that because yep. that's a giant pain in the ass. That's part of the reason why I've stopped collecting, like, from my collection. Yeah. So I, I like the like the PlayStation Now service, the Game Pass service. Yeah. I don't like the necessarily the PlayStation. Um, uh like playstation plus or the yeah. xbox gold granted i do like the free games you get with it but yeah it's just fun. like just with the playstation now and the game pass just bundle them together
0: yeah i was going to say that just addressing a comment um in our chat here um where commenters um has said that they enjoy the playstation plus service because they've finished about 480 dollars worth of games in the last two years mm. like, like you said bundle it all together make one payment per year and just give everyone the service. I, I like that you pay a small amount and you get access to a lot of these different games for the yeah. you know for the particular month. You know, whoever's on yeah. PS plus gets these games for free for this month. I, I like that. Yeah. But what I don't like is that if you're only wanting to play one game, you have to yeah. pay for an entire subscription service to play the one game that you want to play online to play with the people who you want to play with. Mm. And, and that's it. You might not even care about the free games. You just want to pay to have access to online play. I yeah. hate that, that you have to pay this. You're forced into paying uh, to use your internet to play a portion of the game that you've already purchased. I love yeah. the, I love I the mean, fact that you, know, you can pay a little bit extra to get new games and try them all out. I love that. But you're, mm. you, to me, it's restricting accessibility to a function of the game yeah. that you've paid full money for
1: yeah it's not super consumer friendly no. at the end of the day like in all honesty like if you're gonna charge someone extra like something like world of warcraft yeah. and stuff like that in that case you have to offer something special on top of already giving them the base game yeah like i should have the ability if i play if i've bought world of warcraft in my opinion i should be able to play all like the game that i've bought yeah right? and then it's like okay well if you pay the subscription. You know maybe we give you you know like extra mounts extra missions you know like add on a bunch of stuff to yeah. make it worth the money yeah you know because uh, like world of warcraft makes a crap load of money now world of warcraft is a very interesting example i won't go into it too deep but i play it probably once every couple of years mm. for like a month and that's it so i pay one month subscription when i want to play it and what they do is you don't have to own the game anymore which is good so technically the game is free uh in quotation marks there but if you pay like the month subscription you get not the newest expansion but up to the expansion before it so if you have a character you've played over you know a couple of months you can get through all the expansions up to the newest one wait for the next expansion to come out pay for a month get through the previous one and instead of having to pay like you know the hundred dollars when that came out to get the expansion you know, you only had to pay 17 bucks for the yeah, bloody that's, month, that's, yeah. you know, which I'm like, that's a little better for it's the consumer. Better. Yeah. But it does kind of shit in the face of the, you know, people who bought it in the first place. Yeah. So it, it, it's a tough balance uh, for stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I don't mind, as I said, like the idea of having a gaming streaming service, like Ubisoft have it, um, EA Games have one we've got obviously xbox game pass we've got playstation have one i think bethesda wants to get one i think steam was thinking about doing it a while back but because of the amount they have in their library yeah it's just it's there is no way to justify like whatever money because people are going to go out and go okay well you know say that's a hundred bucks a month that's still ridiculously good value with yeah. what you can get on Steam. Yeah, You know, you're talking thousands nah, and thousands that, of freaking that's games. That's not a
0: good call for them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for them, I think they were going to do it like back in like 2015, 2016, before a lot of places started doing it. And then they're yeah, like, yeah. it's just there's no way it's going to work feasibly with the amount of content that they have. Yeah. You know, it's not like a streaming service for music where, yeah, you've got millions and millions of songs, but everyone kind of li- like no one listens to every single genre no you know everyone listens to kind of what they like and they'll we generally listen to the same songs over and over Mm. again with maybe the old new one here and there yeah whereas with gaming it's always a new game you'll have one you come back to but you're always looking for the next experience
0: trying different things exactly
1: so yeah it's really really hard that's where someone like netflix and amazon prime and that you know that's why they're a great service in my opinion because you get your tv shows you can come back and watch over and over again. But you might get, you know, your one off runs or like your movies and things you can go and watch. You know? Uh so you can definitely get a lot more different experiences out of them. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely I definitely don't like the pay to play online. Mm. Because at the end of the day, the free games, you know, that they're not really losing money on that because they're never giving you the latest game. Which is why I like the streaming services, because usually you do get the latest games. Yeah. But bundle them all together. It's okay if you make them a little more pricey. You know, if it's twenty bucks a month, say it's one hundred and twenty dollars American a year.
0: People are ha- would we'll be happy to pay for that. And
1: you get you get everything involved with that. You know, because not everyone's gonna pay it. You know, some people yeah. will just buy the game. So the games are still gonna have pretty damn good sales regardless. Yeah. So. You know, you, I don't you, think it would necessarily hurt sales and it's basically free money and people will be happy because the service that's kind of a win yeah. for everyone exactly but having like having to get like the game pass and then or get yeah, I think you have to get game pass ultimate where you get Xbox gold and the game pass and that's like a lot more expensive in comparison yeah. it's it's you know, completely money. it's hard to justify it
0: yeah uh yeah I i I am glad I sort of did a backflip and um, it, mm. it, it kind of does show that they listen to listen to the the, the feedback mm. I, I don't know how they didn't say hmm, this might not be a good idea before actually making it a real thing but mm. at least they listened to you know the feedback and, and did a backflip and uh, keeping it as you know a, as it was and and now allowing a few extra things but yeah i i really think this sort of stuff should be left in some capacity in the old generation of, of, of consoles and gaming um and mm-hmm. not, like you said even just merging it together to have one payment let's say one payment per year or however you want to pay and just say yeah. cool this is your one payment and we've merged everything every service into one it's going to be a lot more a lot, lot a lot less confusing for for consumers and all this yeah. stuff simplify um, the process exactly
1: Don't- like it's the problem i have with uh, like collector's editions and stuff that come out yeah. now. there's a reason why i've stopped buying collector's editions because you like look at an ubisoft game you know you get like four different friggin' tiers <laughs> for the same game yeah you know it's like it, it's just a fucking game yeah. i just want to play the game exactly i don't want to have to go out and spend 150 dollars just so i can make sure i get all of the content yeah, exactly you yeah know, i shouldn't have to pay all that extra money to get the same friggin' game yeah that someone else has, you know, paid, only had to pay $60 for, yeah. you know, so like they need to just simplify the process just make it easy for consumers and life is going to just be way better in the long run.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to our last topic before we wrap up then. Mm. Now I do want to give a warning to people, um, who are listening or watching either now or at a later time. Um, this story is confronting, it's upsetting, it can be mm. triggering, um, I'm sure most people have heard it by now, but I just did want to discuss it because I do feel it's important enough to discuss, so mm. if you want to consider this to be, I guess, a trigger warning or, you know, anything like that, please take it at that. Um, if you do get easily uncomfortable, I'd suggest maybe you stop listening now, um yeah. this is going to be talking about the streamer uh buckers who is a madden player um who's now been in the news lately um but again if you are upset over this sort of stuff please um you know leave the podcast now
1: now let's get into it that's that's the yeah. warning <laughs> now uh, i i did tell pixel to give that warning now anyone who knows both of us we're not politically correct type of people no um we're we're very respectful like if someone has views on something you know we're willing to you know like certain words they don't like us using you know we'll and they ask us respectfully we'll try to abide by that yeah. but i think something like this is just upsetting to everyone um
0: i got, I got now, very angry
1: when i watched it but um yeah I'll, I'll give for those of you who don't
0: know um if you look up and if you actually do want to watch the video, again, it is pretty confronting. It's Buckers, so B-U-C-K-K-E-R-Z. Um, if you search it onto YouTube or Twitter, you will find the video um, that we're talking about. But just for some context while you are listening, um, he the, the streamer is playing Madden um, and he's mm. sitting with his child on his lap. He then yells, God damn it, and proceeds to slam his controller on the desk, breaking the controllers. Um, He then yells, fucking $300 controller, because he broke it on the desk, and the child starts to cry, because why wouldn't you? Your dad is smashing and yelling a controller right in front of you, um, and yelling right in your ear, so of course the kid is going to be distressed. Um, He then very aggressively... Places his baby into this bouncer chair thing, and you see the force in which he does this because his baby just bounces like crazy. It wasn't a it wasn't a light mm. placement. It was a not a throw, but like a mini kind of drop from a little bit of a height. You definitely see there yeah. was a bit of a bounce um, when he put the baby. Well, in to in be the honest,
1: chair. It's, it's nothing that's going to cause damage. No, but it's it's not on. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know? Um, he then. Buck then addresses his chat saying that um, he has to go because he's about to lose it and the baby starts crying and yelling Um, and then, now this is something I do want to touch on there's three points I want to touch on um, on this but when the baby starts crying and yelling even more he turns to his baby and yells shut the fuck up and he gets right into the baby's face as he does this and then the stream cuts out um, no There are a couple of things, and there are some things I want to address, and some of those things, I'm going to tell you they're rumors. People online have said, yes, this is true, but I haven't been able to verify it myself, so I'm going to be telling you Mm. as if they are rumors from things I've seen online. The people I've seen it Mm. from have said they've verified it, but haven't been able to provide any proof, so take all of this with a grain of salt. So, a couple of things I want to just get right into just quickly. I personally don't think that he was aware the stream was still going. You know when you end the stream and there's still a couple of extra seconds for it to all catch up and yeah. there, there's a little bit of a delay. So when I watched the video again, I did see that the webcam turned off and then the stream also ended. So I think he pressed the disconnect button, but there was a couple of extra seconds that was on the back end of that um, mm. and then the webcam sort of disconnected. So I don't think he was actually aware that that portion was being streamed which is also mm. very very confronting because if that's how he acts behind closed doors and yeah. off camera my god it's uh holy shit it's so confronting yeah. and just like Amanjo said in the chat you know imagine what he does when the camera's off um it's it's just it's so sad um you know for that kid and yeah. for the
1: family um Look, and here's the thing i i i don't want to go into oh what was me my backstory all that shit mm. i grew up in a very verbally abusive household yeah never physical uh but my dad used to yell at me a lot and as someone who has gone through that kind of shit you know behind closed doors what the nasty nasty things that will be said mm. um yeah you know, just, just quickly my dad has since apologized and we've worked that out therapy, yep. all that good stuff uh so you know don't worry about that but as someone who has seen that sort of stuff, I can guarantee you, and I know that's a little bit hyperbole, it's a bit of an assumption, but to me, it would be pretty much guaranteed that this guy is saying worse things. Oh, yeah. Now, does that mean 24-7 he is like this? No. But it it takes one time, mm. you know, and you go, go, oh, but the game pissed me off. Well, my dad used to drink. You yeah. know, does that make it okay? No, it doesn't. Fucking grow up. It's a video game. Mm. This is a child. This is a kid. This is a baby. It has no fucking concept of you, what shut up means.
0: Your own baby that you made. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, regardless of it being his own, like yeah. how can you sit there and tell a baby to shut up? It's yeah. a baby. It doesn't know what that means. Exactly. Like I know adults who don't know what that yeah. fucking means. You know? Yeah. Like but a baby doesn't understand body language. It doesn't understand tone. It doesn't understand context. So when you do something like that, that baby is now going to be terrified of him. You know, that baby is going to live in fear growing up, especially if he acts like this every time. Now, my understanding is this guy's deleted pretty much all social media, everything, and has tried to go underground.
0: Uh, and to an extent. So I did some digging. Ooh, ooh <laughs> and found his only fan eh? <laughs> Um, and this is one of the points I wanted to get into in a little bit. I'll, I'll knock off the next two just quickly, then we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, now, some people are saying, uh, you know, again, rumor that the mother was at work when this all happened, um, and yeah. when she was contacted at work, once she when she saw the clips on Twitch, apparently kicked him out, won't let him see the child again. I can't verify that. Hopefully, it is true.
1: That, I'm hoping that's true, and more um, power to
0: her again another rumor that buck or his first name is edward has apparently been arrested 6 times by local authorities however there's no you know i can't find what the reasons were but his mugshots are floating around on the internet
1: as well yeah, um, if his mugshots are out there it's probably he's probably gone to jail for something or yeah. at least been arrested not necessarily gone to jail yeah uh but it, it's it's pretty obvious mm. like you don't get mug shots without reason exactly now you
0: know. going into what you were saying so again take those things as a grain of salt do your own research i did my research and i found those from people who said that they're verified themselves but i'm still telling you as they are a rumor yeah. going into what carlick was talking about
1: the physical proof
0: yeah going into what carlick was saying about his social media so he has tried to scrub his social media because obviously this went viral very very quickly um, As however his twitch is still there and I, I got a big problem with everything that's going on um, on top of everything else that's going on obviously that's a lot more serious but twitch haven't done anything about this guy's account you can still find it with clips from three months ago where he's still yelling and screaming and swearing in front of his kid the kid's getting startled and jumping in this chair and he's, it, the account is still there. Now he did change the name to I'm sorry because of all the hate that he's getting. Um, but it's I, I won't read the full name out. I want to yeah. share that but basically Either he's guys, it's not worth your time, okay? Exactly. If you're
1: listening, don't don't even bother interacting with him. Yeah.
0: Them. So he's changed his name from uh, from Buck or whatever it was. Buckers to I'm sorry preceded by a whole bunch of digits. Um but I went on to his clips, and he's deleted everything until up about to... Yeah, so from a couple days ago all the way up to about three months, are all gone. But from three yeah. months back, they're still there. And the first clip you see, the most recent clip, is him yelling and swearing with his kid in the back. I'm like, mate, you have been a piece of shit for a long time. This isn't a, a once-off kind of thing. Now... People yeah. online again are saying that he's, you know, manic depressive and manic bipolar and blah, 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 and he wasn't taking his medication. I can't verify that. I'm just seeing people say that. But look, either way, the evidence is there. This isn't the first occasion where he's done this. Mm. Again, like people in chat are saying now as well, whether he was aware that the webcam was or wasn't on. If he's that comfortable saying that, let's say you know yeah. he he knew that the webcam was on, he was you know turning it off. He's still smashing controllers and all that sort of stuff in front of his kid, knowing he's mm. live. If he knew he was live and he told the kid to shut the fuck up, that's even more yeah. concerning. More concerning on top of that, if he thought he was off camera and then that's how he really acts around his kid, I just feel mm. so sorry for the kid.
1: Definitely, I just want to touch on one thing really really quick before I go into my main point. Um again you've said this is rumor. We don't have I haven't seen any proof myself either of uh the missus kicking him out and not letting him see the child. Anyone going through domestic abuse of any kind, male, female, daughter, son, cousin, brother, whatever. Get help. Yep. You know, there is help out there. I don't care. You know, I know some people go, Oh, it's impossible for guys or it's impossible for women. At the end of the day, if you need help, the help is there. Yeah, please get it, mm-hmm. especially in these sort of situations. Yeah, um, but I, I want to get into my point with this: is if, especially if they say again another un, unverifiable rumor, if he's a, meant to be bipolar, manic depressive, and he's not on his medication, whose fault is that? Why is he not on his medication? Mm-hmm. You know, that's his choice to take it. <clears throat> and people go, oh, you know, when you're depressed, you don't take your medication. I know. Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day you are still in control of your body you are not yeah you know having an out-of-body experience you are in control it's the same when you choose to drink same when you choose to do any drug of any kind yeah you made that decision and he made the decision if that's the case to not take his medication which makes him act like that Mm. if he was meant to be trying i'm pretty sure uh philip defranco stated uh again i could be wrong on this but i'm pretty sure from the philip defranco video which i highly recommend he said uh he had like in one of his descriptions on one of his social media, he wants to be the best father he can be. Clearly, this is not how you do it. If you want yeah. to be the best father you can be, you don't drink, you don't smoke, you work hard, you provide, and you look after, and you share, and you like give them all the love you can give. Take your You don't act like yeah. an absolute cunt. Yeah. But the the other thing I want to talk about is how you said how his Twitch is still there. Mm. Now, Twitch is in a really bad spot here, and I don't necessarily blame Twitch in this situation 100 percent now i don't want to defend twitch fully because at the end of the day he should be banned mm. but the issue is what constitutes a bannable offense now was his actions with the child bannable in my opinion yes very much so yeah he should be gone yeah but in terms of do they see it as oh he smashed the controller is that a bannable offense no gamers rage is a thing you know people get really pissy in video games now excluding the baby if we're just talking pure i was playing a game i got pissy i broke a controller should i be banned for that no but because the baby was involved he should be gone yeah and i think twitch are kind of stuck in this weird spot of you know especially if it's these clips from three months ago now again not defending him um because twitch should have those original clips still on their server they'll have all that evidence uh, which is why the dmca thing is a it's, giant shit show it's behavior they modern. should be able to they should be able to see it and go hey he's done this you know multiple times gone yeah. you know if the kid was just in the back and he lost his temper and he broke his controller and it scared the shit out of the kid okay you could go he sh- maybe he shouldn't be banned but you know dude come on yeah. you know like some form of punishment hmm. you know pull your head in because you know we don't want to have kids being put in any form of distress like i think they have a rule of uh if you're under the age of 13 you're not allowed to be on streams of any kind mm. without your guardian's yeah.
0: permission yeah so someone actually got banned yeah. because i think she went to the door or the toilet or something and her kid who was under 13 jumped on yeah. um and she got banned she did get unbanned but um yeah, just from that, just like, just by her innocently going down to the toilet or the door or whatever and a kid just happened to walk in on the room while she was yeah. there, she got banned. So that sort of leads me to say, well, if she was so easily banned after doing something so innocent, why hasn't this guy been banned? Now, I understand, you know, if you have a kid or whatever, but it's all about behavioral modification. Understanding yeah. your surroundings, understanding who is around you and modifying your behavior to, to act accordingly, if you have a kid and, you know, it, I'll, I'll never have a kid, but if I have a kid and I stuffed you up in a video point. game, <laughs> 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 if I had a kid that was sitting next to me, right, and I stuffed up in a video game, I wouldn't be thinking, all right, let me go ahead and just smash this controller in front of him, and make them cry and make a really shit scenario for everyone, for the kid, for people watching. I'd be like, oh yeah, that was the kid that was playing. That was their mistake. And just make a lighthearted joke out of it if you you just
1: have you you learn to have fun with it exactly i I, like when i was working as a teacher pretty much full time you know anyone who knows me i swear and say a lot of very offensive things Mm. just generally screwing around and inappropriate jokes when i'm around children i am very well behaved you learn to do it it's
0: again behavioral modification based on who you're
1: around and i think i'm hoping this isn't the case i just thought about this The reason why I feel Twitch might not have banned him, and I think it's the same thing that happens with people like Alinity, Pokimane, all that crap, um, which is a giant debate that will never end. But the reason why they don't get banned is because I bet you he's bringing in a crap load of money for them on ad revenue of people coming to send this guy hate.
0: I hope that's not the case.
1: They'll be running ads, I guarantee it. They'll be getting ads off everything that plays, and they'll take every cent, and Mm. then they'll ban him once it dies down. I bloody hope not. And I'm I'm hope like because there is no reason. I can understand. Okay, we have the weekend, sure, but if he's not banned by the end of today in America, uh, now a uh, reminder: we're filming this what the twenty fifth of the first. Yeah. At, this is currently nine p.m. in Australia, so yeah, uh, we're like Australian Eastern Standard Time, so we're very far ahead. If he is not banned by the end of you know the business day Monday in America,
0: hmm.
1: I don't think they're going to ban him until. You know, they've made their money off it because you know, there's going to be like Guardian articles and things like that that are going to come out. And, you know, they should. You know, we need to raise the awareness of it. And again, as you said, it needs to be that behavioral modification. You need to learn, especially if you're going to be a parent, behave yourself. Yeah. Because your actions can really determine what happens to other people, especially young, impressionable children. As I said, I grew up with at the time a very verbally abusive father now does that mean that i you know copied him no i did the opposite but not everyone does that mm. a lot of bullies are bullied be- because of their parents you have no idea the impact that's yeah. made yeah it absolutely ruins yeah. them and if it's happening at such a young age yeah that, as i said that child is going to grow up scared yeah and that is not what you want that child deserves so much more yeah. And, Buckers, if you're out there, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Exactly. I think with... Uh, Like, straight up, go fuck yourself. With with Twitch in
0: such hot water over, like, basically everything they've been doing in the last couple of months, this, Mm. to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but this, to me, seems like such an easy win, where it gets a little bit of confidence back into Twitch to be like, okay, look... They're not just, you know, out of touch with their community. They're not out of touch with the people who use their sites. They see something that is a clearly bannable offense. They have clear evidence that there's a history of this sort Mm. of characteristics. Obviously not as bad as what happened in, you know, the clip that went viral, but there is a history of these characteristics going around of Mm. this repeat behavior. So even though the ones in the past weren't as bad, you have that history as well as the one that went viral... It's, yeah. it's an easy win for them to be like look we take this very seriously we've gone ahead and completely banned him we want to ensure that our community and the people that use our website are you know essentially implementing safe practices this yeah. it, it's such an easy win but they haven't done it and again it's making people question twitch what are you doing
1: because yeah. I can't remember if it was like late Friday or Saturday that it took place so if it was over the weekend the admins won't be there um, because usually a lot of bands don't happen over weekends. They mm. usually will happen either a Friday or a Monday. So, and that's just historical from just my years of experience on Twitch. So I'm hoping, again, they might go... Uh, people might argue, hey, it's not in terms of service. And that's fine. You can argue that. But, I mean, you know, the law isn't always the moral thing. And the moral thing here, the community at large and pretty i've never met anyone who would disagree with this on twitch thinks this man should be banned mm. you know and if everyone thinks he's banned this isn't like a oh free speech bullshit this is a guy abusing a child mm. let alone it being a baby at that yeah so that I, man I just should be gone yeah i looked at after and on. it was
0: on the 22nd um which was a yeah. friday
1: so yeah so look there could just be a chance it was unfortunate timing for twitch in terms of not having people there to do it but given how much money you make you should have someone there to do it exactly like like to me there's no excuse and twitch let's be real they've been making strides in the right direction in general over like yes they're making mistakes left right and center but overall they are slowly getting back on track
0: they're they're making efforts and like i was saying this is such an easy win And it'll be a big, big point to get some kind of, I don't know, community confidence or boost back under Twitch to be like, okay, cool. They've made a good decision. This is another win. Good job. A very easy win, but they still haven't... I'm I'm sure they have weekend staff to look into all this sort of stuff, 100%. They'd, They'd have
1: to. Like, the only argument I could see, and this is me playing devil's advocate, again, I... Just to put this out there, I'm 110% for this man being perma-banned from Twitch, never being allowed to stream ever again. Yeah, But just to play devil's advocate here, the only reason I could see them not banning him, and not including them probably being greedy on a business front, and again, that might not be the truth, that could just be me being a conspiracy theorist, and I'm happy to be considered one for that. Get your tinfoil hat off, mate. I don't don't trust business, man. Uh, I'm the QAnon of Twitch (laughs) 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 Fucking bastard Uh, But like realistically People might, you can make the argument Well his career's done anyway The man's never going to be able to stream here again But the reason why I would say That argument is void Is because people like Keemstar Now Mm. Keemstar for all intents and purposes I have no idea what the hell he's doing these days I don't give a shit Um, Like his content is not what I'm into I don't care but he is. I know in the past he said a lot of racist things. He was allowed to still stream, you know. Eventually he got banned. Pokemane has said the n-word multiple times. She's still allowed to stream, you know. Like I'm pretty sure um, Alinity's done it. Like all of them have, like all of them have done. Like all the big streamers, I guarantee you have done something that's bannable.
0: Yeah, who have been been around for a long time. If you go back far enough, yeah. there's there's they're, history they're of them saying done something, something.
1: Yeah, but. It depends on the context. Is saying something like the N word as bad as abusing a child? That's a debate you can have with yourself. Mm-hmm. To me, no, because a word versus actual abuse depends on context. Yeah. But in this case, they have this man attacked a child, it, even if it's just verbally, even if, you know, it's just the way the video was taken, like because, you know, webcams, they shake. You know, especially if he's stomping around hmm. when he puts the child down in the the seat, you know, if he actually did put it down somewhat gently, um, you know, regardless, he still got in its face to scream.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's trying to basically intimidate a baby. Yeah. Like, I don't know. To me, Twitch should just ban him outright, be yeah. done with it. Everyone will be happy and everyone can move on. Yeah you can't use the argument oh his career's get, like his career's already over because people like keemstar and that who have done some very terrible things in the past still have a career booming yeah like yep. and some of them are making more money than ever yeah you know like it's the reality of it yep. some like obviously it depends on the context of what it is that they've done and i guarantee you anyone who has ever abused a child let alone a lot of people who abuse animals you're not going to get away with it. Ooh, you know yeah. the only person I've ever seen get away with it is frigging Alinity, and she's still to this day, and she will always cop shit for it. Oh yeah, oh, you know she can't post a damn thing without no. someone bringing up. Oh yeah, uh, how's your cat? Talking? Yeah, yeah
0: you know, she's, people are
1: never going to let it go, yeah, she's, and she is stuck with that. She's getting and it for that was life. the consequences of her. Yeah. yeah, and she deserves it, and she knows she does. Because mm. and she, but she never has come out, and I will give this to her. She's never come out and said I don't deserve this. Yeah. You know, Keemstar was the one who came out and went, Why am I still getting this hate? <laughs> are, you, are, you are you really asking that question? Have you met you have you met
0: you? <laughs> What watch your own videos, mate? <laughs> but yeah, like I just look in the mirror. Yeah. Like, and then you'll understand. Yeah. But look, like like we said, um, before we wrap up, I, I just think it's it's such an easy win. They could just go bang, band, maybe make a public statement, maybe not, if they don't want to bring yeah. more attention May, to it. Maybe but... race.
1: Like do something out of it to raise money for domestic. Exactly. Say, so, look, there's yeah. like th- there's so much they could do to like for good PR. Yeah. It'll make everyone happy. And no, like if you did that, raise money for a charity, everyone's just going to be on board with exactly. Them, you know. I, I, I don't be that... surprised what can happen from that. Like, yeah, it gets conversations going, because they did the same thing. I feel bad. I'm kind of forgetting the guy's name, the streamer. uh He was a big streamer who passed away uh, last year. Oh, um, summer, Yeah yep um you know and there was a couple others as well where it's happened um where after it's happened a, like twitch has actually actively put money yeah into trying to raise awareness yeah now it's something they should in my opinion do for those situations and especially something like domestic violence all the time but you know at least it gets a conversation going and it makes people talk about it And there's a lot of good that can come out of this bad thing and they just need to do it. So, yeah, I'm with you. He needs to be banned straight up. And I think they could, you know, put a little bit of money into a PR spin. I think, yeah,
0: Um, they don't need to name him and and say, look, you know, this person just say, look, there was an instance that was reported. It broke the, the TOS and it was a matter of, you know, whatever you want to class it as, and then do it as you said a positive spin if you yourself or if you know anyone who is you know suffering from you know violence in 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 the home or anything like that here are some services Mm. that can help if anyone wants to donate to assist these services here are some
1: links especially especially in the the year that we've had oh yeah everyone's in lockdown yeah like again this is a reason why we said please get help if you are in these situations this is the worst possible like time to be stuck in that kind Locked of position. Down. exactly. So... Because you have literally no reprie- yeah. reprieve from an abuser. Exactly. So, yeah, I'd definitely like to see Twitch make a bit of an effort on that front. Yeah. You know, I know the problem is, obviously, they're owned by Amazon, and Jeff Bezos is an absolute cunt. Mm. Um, and I will fight him <laughs> if I ever met him. <laughs> like, <square laughs> up your bald-headed, nutsack-looking motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but legitimately, at the end of the day, They could do so much you know they're they're a billion dollar company yeah there is so much and that's just twitch we're not talking about amazon we're just talking twitch itself twitch itself could do a lot yeah let alone what amazon itself could do amazon could basically basically revolutionize the world with the kind of money they have but they
0: won't
1: (laughs) god no because jeff bezos is like no i need to be like fucking smork from uh, yeah. the hobbit and just keep hoarding wealth because <laughs> that's gonna make everything fucking better yeah, yeah. piece of shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well on that note i think we'll um wrap up then um well, anyway anywhere, or anything else you want to add to anything that we've discussed or uh
1: well just quickly um it anyone if you haven't already obviously follow us on all our social medias all yep. that stuff um hit us up on discord uh pixel did create the new instagram
0: mm. uh, i'm not
1: sure if you mentioned that in the intro um but let us know what are some of your favorite like horror movies and stuff because mm. uh as i said i don't want to just talk purely gaming 24 7 or streaming 24 um, 7 because we do do it a lot obviously it's our, both of our main hobbies uh but you know I like movies, Pixel likes movies, we like pop culture and things like that and, you know, and, you know, try and spread some more positivity in the world, especially with everything going on and, yeah, as I said, you know, if you're in a terrible situation, please reach out and get help from professionals and, you know, just look after yourselves out there. Cool. Exactly. All right. All right, man,
0: I'll I'll do the wrap up and, uh, yeah, thanks for joining for another one.
1: No worries. I am. Uh, I'm the. I'm the lead host now. I do everything. Uh, <laughs> Pixel does all the all the backbreaking labour. But uh, I'm the face. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll catch you guys next time.
0: Take care, man. Bye. All right, guys. That is the end of another episode of Pixels Podcast. Thank you again for joining me. Thank you again to Karlek for jumping on another one. If you yourself want to jump on to a podcast. We don't have to talk about games or movies. It can be whatever you want to talk about. Please go ahead, hit me up on my brand new Pixels podcast Instagram. That will be in the description of the show notes, wherever you are listening or watching this on. Um, Again, with all my other socials, they will be there under the same description. Um, So YouTube, Patreon, Facebook, etc. It's all down there. Anything that you need. It will be there so thank you again guys for hanging out for another one i really have enjoyed making these podcasts and i'll see you in the next one all right bye